are listening to Shades of Grey Podcast, Episode 7. I am your host, Carmen, and today I'd like to talk about setting yourself up for failure. So let's get started. Hello everyone, welcome to the Shades of Grey podcast. If this is your first time listening, then welcome. The Shades of Grey podcast is produced every Friday for your enjoyment and show notes are found in the description box as well as shadesofgreypod.com. You can follow the show on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Shades of Grey Pod and my personal Twitter at cdgray89. All social media links are in the description box. Now let's get to the show how are y'all doing today happy friday we have made it once again and let me tell you baby i'm tired and i am so happy and it's a three-day weekend (laughs) i'm about to do absolutely nothing do you hear me Um, this week for me has been pretty, pretty good, exhausting. Um, I think I mentioned on last episode that I was preparing for my keto diet and it has begun. And I will say it's going pretty good. I am very proud of myself. I am sticking to the meal plan. Um, I'm doing my moderate exercise And although I've only lost two pounds, I've lost about three inches. Like, something's happening. I'm not sure what, but hey, we'll see what the results are after the four-week program. I'm super excited about it. Um, Congratulations to all of the graduates. It is graduation season. And as someone who loves education and learning constantly, Congrats, congrats, congrats to all of those from pre-K all the way up to doctorate. Like, you worked for it. You deserve it. Congratulations. You made it to the finish line. Um, What else has been going on? You know, I want to talk about uh, a few pet peeves of mine for just a hot, hot second. Because you know what? Folks have one job one job and you just need to master that you know what I'm saying like I keep having issues with the valet at my job and you know listen I would prefer not to valet but hey those are the cards that I was dealt but you know like if your sole job is to park and retrieve vehicles you should be the best at parking and retrieving vehicles And being that you're only in my vehicle for 30 seconds, I don't need you hitting none of my switches. Do you hear me? I don't need you adjusting my seat. I don't need you turning on or off the AC. I don't need you changing the radio station. Why are you touching my windows? Why is the sunroof open? The valet at my job, they are just so inept. It is baffling. Do you hear me? mind-boggling mind-boggling 
I'll give you a few examples. Now, I understand if you're like seven feet tall, I'm only five five. If you have to slide the seat back, that's cool. Do that. But why are you adjusting my steering wheel like you're about to go on a joyride? You overstepping your boundaries. I turn the AC and the radio off on purpose in my vehicle so that you don't change the setting. You bring my car back. The AC is on the temperature that you'd like it. And apparently you have somebody in the passenger seat because now the dual controls is on and whatnot. And you didn't change the radio station. Listen, you're just doing too much too fast, sir, ma'am, whomever. This took the cake, though, y'all. A couple of days ago. I'm waiting for my car. Mm, Ten minutes, maybe. And the car comes up. The guy opens the door. I get ready to get in. And I notice on my dashboard that the emergency brake was on. So I said, my infamous lawn, bring me your fucking manager right now. You tell me what's wrong with this picture. You didn't notice this car struggling all the way up the ramp. You got my damn emergency brake on. So now if you fuck up the transmission, who's going to fix it? Because I'm not, because I didn't do this. Are y'all insured? Because this is a problem. So I'm saying you have one job. You should do it well. You make sandwiches be the best dadgum sandwich maker. You a nurse be the best dadgum nurse. And if you're a valet, park and retrieve my vehicle without incident. That's it, that's all. What else? Oh, one of my greatest pet peeves happened today, actually, today. I hate when I'm having a conversation with someone, whether it's work-related or not. For someone else to come up and start an entirely new conversation. Like you didn't see me standing here. Am I blending in with the background? Am I transparent? So what I usually do, if I'm in public, you know, not at work, I'll say, well, shit, I guess I was done talking. And then I'll just walk away. But at this particular time, I was at work. So, you know, I just, I just turned and walk away. Because if I'm talking with a person and a third person walks up, and then the person that I'm talking to decides to talk with the newbie, oh, I guess our conversation was over, so what the fuck I'm still standing here for? Oh, Carmen, why did you walk away? Um, well, we were in the middle of a conversation and you started a new one, and so I don't do that, so I'm gonna go, and you let me know when you're ready. You see what I'm saying? And you were asking me for help on something to boot, so the problem is, it's like, what was more important? What you needed to learn or whatever the fuck this person was coming up to talk about. Don't interrupt me while I'm speaking. Biggest pet peeve ever. Biggest pet peeve ever. But you know what? It's Friday. I'm going to let that go. Because I just plan on having a good ass time over the weekend. I plan on catching up on some television. And we'll get to that in a second. You know, um, but let's get to it, y'all. Let's get to it. And bitch, I'm back by popular demand. No, I'm really not. I only have like four listeners, but it's cool. Let's start with the garbage first, and then we'll move into something that's a little more lighthearted. Um, Morgan Freeman. They trying to get you out the paint, Morgan. What's going on? 
Morgan Freeman was accused of inappropriate behavior and harassment by multiple women. As many as eight women have come forward with allegations. The first from 2015. So let's pause. Let's pause. Let's pause. Let's pause. Why is it taking you women so long to come forward? I understand that you may have a career to think about or a livelihood to think about, progression to think about, but maybe I'm just fortunate to not have ever been in that type of situation where I feel like I had to make a choice to say that I have been violated or to keep my mouth closed to keep my standard of living the same. That is probably a really shitty place to be in. And um, I just feel it's, it's a big gap going on here. And maybe that's what my issue is because maybe it's also my personality type that I'm like, I'm going to chop your dick off right when you violate me. Fuck a job. You know what I'm saying? Keep your hands to yourself. No means no. You know what I'm saying? It says here that a young production assistant, excuse me, landed a job on Freeman's movie Going in Style. The woman said the actor would often touch her and comment on her figure. But in one incident in particular, he kept trying to lift my skirt and ask if I was wearing underwear. All right, Morgan. Keep your hands to yourself. Okay? What does your mother always tell you when you were a child when we would go into the store? Keep your hands in your pockets. Keep your hands in your pockets. And then I'm also thinking Morgan Freeman is also like 179 years old. You know, sidebar, Lean on Me is still one of my most favorite movies of all time. Clear the halls expeditiously. Expeditiously is like my favorite word. <laughs> Put your hands up. Put them up. This is the position. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, okay, so here's another thing that I was thinking about. What if Morgan is just a dirty old man? He old as dirt. What if he's a dirty old man? It just doesn't mean any harm. And I get it. Keep your hands to yourself and don't violate my personal space. But do is Morgan really like a sexual deviant or like a predator? I don't know. He may be a weirdo because I think if I'm remembering correctly, he allegedly was like dating like his stepdaughter or something like that. She was mad young and it was really weird. I could be making that up. I don't know. I feel like he was dating a family member and everybody was like, you need to get your life together. Yeah. But um, what else? <sighs> the NFL is just, they just really trying to just go out of business, I feel. They're really, really trying to go out of business because this whole um, finding teams that kneel during the national anthem, you're going to mess around and not have anybody playing in the NFL. They'll go right over to the AFL. You see what I'm saying? Or the, one of those, you know, professional indoor football leagues or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, yeah, they're going to find teams that kneel during the national anthem. But um, they have the option to um, stay in the 
locker room. So what are you going to do if all of the teams just stay in the locker room and there's nobody out on the field? Are you going to change the rule? Because I feel like some of these teams, their petty stays on like 10,000 and they just opt to um, stay in the locker room. I would just opt to stay in the locker room. Like what I'm coming out here for? What am I coming out here for? It is clear that Roger Goodell has just missed the mark and continues to miss the mark on purpose. This has nothing to do with that funky ass anthem. But it has everything to do with police brutality and how we are treated out here in these streets. The NFL is like, I don't even know what the percentage of African American in the league is, but it's enough for you to act right. I personally don't stand for the national anthem. I don't say the Pledge of Allegiance. I haven't said it since grade school because I am no patriot. I have no allegiance here. You see what I'm saying? I would ugh, put me in jail because I would never fight for this country. Not ever. And listen, to those servicemen and women out there, many of whom I have in my family as well, I commend you. For being brave enough to go out there and fight for us and our freedoms and my freedom to sit right here and talk my shit. Thank you. Thank you. But I couldn't do it knowing that when I come back home and if I'm not in my uniform, I could be disrespected. Bump that. Y'all remember the two women um, who were berated by that crazy ass white woman in that restaurant who were service women? So it doesn't even matter. What am I fighting for? Oh, no, no, no. I'm going to stay my black ass right here. And, you know, it's just stupid. And then here comes Dope 45 with his foolishness. You know, any player that kneels, throw him out of the country. Uh, Bitch, you don't even know the national anthem. We all saw you up there looking confused when it was time to sing, sir. So what I'm going to need you to do is just shut the fuck up. And sidebar, <laughs> 45 can't block people on Twitter anymore. So that means I can continue. I can continue to just fire his ass up. And I, you know, I just plan on it. I plan on it. But, you know, that was the majority of the heavy stuff. Because everything else was just exhausting. Um... Let's move into some funny stuff. Some things that really jumped out to me this week that just has me puzzled. I'm sure that people have heard about the parents who successfully sued their 30-year-old son to get him out the house. <laughs> oh my goodness. So the first question I have is what is the appropriate age to move out? Me personally, I moved out when I was 22 came back when I was 25 moved back out when I was 27 yeah yeah but I left at 22 I think um, but according to ABC 7 Mark and Christina Rotondo sued their son because he refused to move out of their Syracuse area home mm. They gave him eviction notices. They paid him $1,100. And he was like, nah, bye. I'm straight. I'm just going to stay. It's cool. 
appreciate it though i'm gonna take this i'm gonna take this band and like go take a girl out or something but i'm not moving <laughs> but a judge ruled in the parents favor and they were like you gotta get your shit and bounce boy you gotta you gotta to the left everything you own is in the box to the left get your ass out and so this was very very comical to me because I'm thinking to myself, why wouldn't the parents just change the lots and put his shit in hefty bags on the curb? Cause you know, hefty bags been helping deadbeats move since like the beginning of time. Okay. Hefty bags been moving folks for years. So why not just put his shit in hefty bags, put it on the curb and change the locks? Y'all done already took them off your, off your phone plan. Change them locks too. Now, also speaking to when someone should move out, black people. Can y'all hear me? Stop putting your kids out the house at 18. They not ready. They not ready. You're setting them up for failure. These schools are not teaching these kids how to budget and how to interview and how to, you know, function in this dysfunctional world. My mother has always said since we were small, small children, as long as she got a roof over her head, we got somewhere to stay. But that doesn't mean that we get to come and leech. That means if we need to come back home to regroup, we can. You come home, you regroup, you replan, and you get your ass back out there. That's how that's supposed to operate. You know what I'm saying? But you know what? Them parents created that monster. You didn't make it uncomfortable enough at home. You know what I'm saying? You didn't make it uncomfortable enough because if I'm 30... You know, I can go and do whatever I want to and still come back home and there's food on the table and my mama done done my laundry. And, you know, I can um, still talk on the phone that I don't have to pay for and all of these different things. Like, what I'm going, what I'm leaving for? What I'm leaving for? So, you know what? Y'all created that monster and you had to deal with it with the help of the New York Supreme Court <laughs> and then he represented himself so I was like oh you really a dirtbag you really a dirtbag out here but then again like what attorney would take that case and then how would he pay for the attorney like did he have a job I didn't read that much I didn't think I don't know if he had a job or not but um yes sir I hope you bounce back or bounce to begin with <laughs> That's tragic. Who else is making stupid decisions out here? Gloria Govan. Y'all remember her? She was married to Matt Barnes. Well, Gloria's out here telling people who really don't care that Matt Barnes isn't invited to her wedding. Who cares about your wedding? I'm sure Matt don't. I'm pretty sure he wasn't expecting an invitation. Who invites their ex to their wedding that never it doesn't make any sense dear and she claims that the reason for this is because Matt and Derek Derek Fisher aren't exactly on good terms uh, I bet they wouldn't be 
because uh, you bitch broke the code. You do not hook up, let alone marry your ex's friends, family, etc. Hell, you shouldn't even be talking to the FedEx man if he and Matt were on like first name basis because this was the route and he was always y'all delivery person. You can't even talk to him. You broke the code. Then this dizzy bitch, shout out to Karen Hooger from Real Housewives of Potomac. She said that she'd throw Matt's wedding gift away if he got her one. Why would he do that? You don't need to be worrying about whether or not he's coming to the wedding. And you don't need to be worried about whether or not he's buying you a wedding gift. What you need to be worried about is this uh, $300,000 lawsuit because he's suing you and your parents for embezzlement, allegedly. You focus on that, okay? That's all you got to do. Andy Cohen flip-flopping. But you know what? I like Andy. I like Andy. And um, he definitely set the record straight. Um, This morning on The Breakfast Club during his interview. Um, and he pretty much answered all the questions that I had. You know, it's just like, don't say that Kim was shitty. And then she got ganged up on. And, you know, now she's not shitty. He basically said that he misspoke, which I get because we all do. And he definitely brought up a point that I was going to bring up. How are you um, going to say that, you know, Kim was ganged up on and it was just too much for you when Teresa, Judy J., Judice, however you pronounce it, damn near suplexed your ass on the Real Housewives of New York reunion. New Jersey, I'm sorry, New Jersey reunion. Um, but yeah, like I'm glad I'm 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 glad you got it together because I was gonna say you about to be like teaching a master class on backtracking. You know what I'm saying, Kim Zosiak, you still trash, and your man still don't have no job, and you barely got one apparently. So I'm gonna need y'all to do something else other than play victim out here in these streets. You know what I'm saying? Andy, we're going to keep on watching, but you got to tread lightly, sir. Let me breeze by something else very, very quickly. Tommy Lauren got a drink thrown in her face, and I'm here for it. How about that? It happened on Love and Hip Hop all the time. Let's get you some napkins and keep it moving. No one cares. So now, on to the next. Um, there are some TV shows that are returning, and I am <laughs> excited about it. Uh, for one, Black Ink Crew Chicago is coming back, and I watched the trailer, and it looks like it's going to be pretty interesting. Um, first of all, can we talk about Ryan's new hair? Because I don't like it. He looks a little, he, I don't know what he's trying to accomplish, but it looks a little awkward to me. Um... What else? Uh, ooh, I want to see if Rachel continues to play herself with Ryan because he's just like the biggest liar in the world and she's just there backing him up in his bullshit. And I'm just like, girl, you looking real foolish. 
but maybe the money's keeping her there. You know what I'm saying? The money kept Gia Casey there when she said that cheating was her heart, no? Speaking of the cases, y'all know DJ Envy getting a damn reality TV show? Ugh. So he's going to do a reality TV show for people to comment on, for him to get mad at? That makes no sense. Please don't even hate watch the show because I don't even want it to get renewed. Like, don't even hate watch. But anywho, back back to other stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rachel, girl, get it together because don't nobody want Ryan. He's a liar. But like I say, maybe the money's keeping you there. Um, what else? Oh, Queen Sugar coming back. Oh my God. I cannot wait. Oh, I already have my scarf to tie my edges down because I just know it is going to just, oof, it's just going to give it to me. Um, I want to see how this thing plays out with Charlie, with the Landry's. I really hope she know what she doing. Oh. Ooh, I can't wait for the paternity test results to come back for Ralph Angel. Oh my God, I really hope that Blue belonged to Ralph Angel because I could really super sock. I could just super sock. Oh, what's her name? Darla. Yeah. Look, I forgot her name. I don't like her that much. Is it weird that I want Nova and Calvin to try again, even though it's like impossible? <laughs> Cause Calvin's fine, shit. Um, from the trailer, it looked like Micah grow some balls, which is good. Cause I'm like, you need to get some hair in your chest, little boy. Um, and of course, I just want Vi and Hollywood's love to just continue to flourish because they are relationship goals, and I just want a guy to come up and call me share too. Okay. Let's see what else is returning. Growing up hip hop. Um, and I'm really only watching it for like a reason and a half. I want to see if Angela finally gives Romeo a chance. And um, I want to see Peppa embarrass herself uh, being a sugar mama. She's spending all that money on that man, but not on any of her wigs. And I just don't understand. Like, girl, you need to, got to prioritize. Prioritize. Um, let's see. What else? What are we going to? Okay, reality TV that I'm currently watching. Real Housewives of Potomac has been just, <sighs> it's just been giving me so much life. Like, I'm really. I sit in my living room and talk to the television every time Real House of Potomac comes on. A few comments about the last episode. First of all, everybody except Monique is working my nerves, okay? Like, Ashley, you go mess around and be homeless. You keep fucking around with your mama, okay? And you a liar to boot. But here's the thing. Michael is not stupid, and he knows that you are primarily with him for his money. But guess what? He's cool with that because he signed on to take care of you. Okay? Not to take your mama and her boyfriend on as dependents. All three, all three of y'all. <laughs> all three of y'all, you, your mama, and her boyfriend going to be shacked up at Ramada Inn. You keep playing because Michael is not playing. You do not get to finance other people's lives 
with someone else's money and this isn't just like oh my mom hurt her back um she's in but you know she's taking some time off work she's got enough saved up to cover her rent for the next you know three to six months but can we help her like here and there that's one thing you're literally asking this man to just like take them on as dependents you know what i'm saying uh, the fake concern for Monique's accident is just getting on my nerves. You hoes is just being messy, but obviously that's the point of the show. Ugh, Robin. Robin's so gassed this season because Juan got her a pair of Air Force Ones and got a job, and she just like, oh, bitch, I'm back. And it's like, no, but you're not. Like, cut the shit, girl, no. No, no, no. Giselle, what did you expect? Uh... If I was Sherman, I would run too. And then, girl, you talking about this book is loosely based off your life. I need you to learn the definition of loosely. Because this is solely based off of your life. And I hope you don't get sued. You better be careful. And you know, hey, Karen and your taxes, get it together. And Sharice, why are you here? Okay. Um, Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. R.I.P. to Kirk's mom. But you still a dog. And I think I saw on Facebook that there was like fake funeral pictures or something like Anywho, who 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 knows? Um Tokyo Tiny has officially become my favorite cast member because she just be getting folks together. And she especially got Carly together in the last episode when Carly decided to stage a side chick round table and she got her feelings hurt and hit. <laughs> And I think I tweeted that Carly got to stop starting shit and close that she's got to return to production. <laughs> I'm trash. But, um, you know what, Carly, if you minded your business as much as you minded everyone else's, you know, you could have been walked down the aisle, girl. You could have. I promise you, you could have been walked down the aisle. But, hey, you won't be messy. When we round this out with basketball wives, basketball wives, uh, Jackie, you're so gross. You're so gross, and you just make everything so uncomfortable. Like it's uncomfortable to watch you on television. You know what I'm saying? Jackie blocked me uh, either last season or the season before. She blocked me on Twitter because I was giving it to her ass because it's like, girl, you just doing too much. You're doing too much. And she's just, ooh. The way she talks about things, it's like, damn, is Doug not giving you none? Like, are you faking it? Are you just talking about to talk about it? Like, what's really going on? Um, do I care about Jennifer Stalker? Not really. Why is Evelyn talking about Chad? Like, didn't you fuck that up? Stop it. Tammy, you're just, ooh. I know why you're acting the way you're acting this season because I think you had to do this season in order to get the show that you really wanted. So whatever. Malaysia, you're just still irrelevant. And a constant instigator. Like, I think it was one particular scene where Jennifer and Evelyn had said something about Coco being like a, um, um, one of those rub and tug girls. You know what I'm saying? And so Malaysia brought it to coco in front of the ladies and coco was like don't disrespect me and that was it and malaysia and jackie was like i can't believe you're not more upset and i'm like you can't tell her how upset to be if she set the record straight and said keep my name out your mouth shouldn't that be it everybody don't have to be all rah rah Ugh. 
and also you know coco and Kristen. i guess they're the brandy replacements and i'm glad brandy's gone because she was very very boring but um i'm excited to see how real housewives of potomac love and hip-hop atlanta and basketball wives wrap out and i'm so excited for the premiere of black ink chicago queen sugar and growing up hip-hop like i'm just oof, i'm ready for it all and um i really think that that's probably about all that i have to talk about this week y'all it's just um oh the royal wedding how could i have forgotten about the royal wedding and only for the simple fact that i do not care about the royal wedding because how is that gonna help us over here it's and for all of you media outlets that's touting this as like us started from the bottom, now we here. For black women, you need to shut the fuck up because black love is alive and thriving. And I don't need y'all to be like marketing this as, oh my gosh, only a white prince can swoop in and save us because that's not how that works either. And let's also not act like uh, there have never been uh, black people in um, royal families before. So let's just cut that shit as well okay great um and to the double standard you know like everyone's like oh look at Megan in her swirl but y'all was talking shit about Donald Glover like a week before you know what I'm saying like that <laughs> how sway how that work where they do that at either you like interracial relationships or you don't either you want people to be happy or you don't Either you're miserable in your own life or you're not. It's as simple as that. But congratulations to Mar um, to Megan. Um, I hope Queen Elizabeth don't plot on you like she did Diana. Allegedly. And that's that, girl. Do your thing. Get to your royal duties. Try to affect change in the world. And, you know, that's it. But, um... Yeah, I think I'm going to wrap this up. Thank y'all so much for listening to this week's episode. Be sure to follow the show across all social media at Shades of Grey Pod. Check out the website and the blog at ShadesOfGreyPod.com. Send your questions to me at ShadesOfGreyPod at gmail.com. Maybe I can answer a few on air. And um, I think that's going to be it. I will see y'all next week. Y'all be good.